0: Cheer up, dude. It's Christmas.
1: That's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown.
0: Keep the change, you filthy animal.
1: You must believe in Mr. Kringle and keep right on doing it. You must have faith in him.
0: From now on, gang, we won't let Rudolph join in any reindeer games, right? Right, right,
1: right. Ah, fragile. It must be Italian. Me on vacation?
0: On Christmas Eve. Where's your Christmas spirit? Tis the season to be merry.
1: What's a Christmas cram? I want one. Merry Christmas, one and all. Merry Christmas, Muggle with a Mic listeners. Merry (laughs) Christmas. Fragile.
0: (laughs) Are you ready for Christmas?
1: Are you ready to rumble? For Christmas time.
0: Uh, <laughs> it, it seems like it can't be Christmas time. It, the year flew past.
1: Uh, no, I, I saw a meme on Facebook and it said it was basically teasing that we still feel like it's 2020. Yeah. And when it was 2020, we said it still felt like it was 2019.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, it, it went by fast. That's for sure.
1: Oh yeah. Well. For the listeners, you can't tell. So go to our YouTube channel so you can see all of Phil and my decorations for Christmas. <laughs> but we've got, uh, we're all decked out in Christmas attire and Christmas decorations in our our individual recording areas. Phil was telling me about, can you point out the alien reference in your decorations?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a uh, my little burster up on my, my skeleton.
1: And he's decked yeah. out for the holidays. Yeah, he, he
0: is. He has his own little uh, Santa hat and beard. He gets oh, yeah. it every year. Yeah, so.
1: And I'm wearing a, I need to clarify, I'm wearing a Gryffindor scarf. Although, we're both Hufflepuff.
0: Yeah, I have a Hufflepuff scarf. I need to go, go find get it. it.
1: <laughs> go get it. I'll edit it.
0: Uh, I don't, it's well, sure. it's I, all I, the way I, over there. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm trying to think where it is. It might it might take me a hot minute to, it's okay. <laughs> to, get, <laughs> well, to get it.
1: I'll Photoshop it in. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but no, so I'm I am Hufflepuff, but I got this long before, you know. I was I chose Hufflepuff, you know.
0: Well, it is so hard to find, you know, I Hufflepuff. Do. Well, now it's getting a little bit easier, but you know they found out that hey, there's people that like Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff. What? Most of the time, you know, you can only find Slytherin, and Gryffindor, but they—they they are getting better. You can definitely find uh, Hufflepuff merchandise.
1: Absolutely, and wearing this stuff does make you just feel like you're in the holiday spirit. You know, this scarf and my fun sweater. Again, if you want to see the sweater, go to YouTube and watch it. But it is Harry Potter themed, so. That's awesome. Um,
0: where, where did you, uh, where did you find that at?
1: At the, the Amazon. Oh,
0: on the Amazons.
1: On the Amazons. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: the forest oh. of products. How about we also show off, since we're all in the visual portion of the episode, why don't we show off our holiday mugs?
0: Mine is uh, Darth Vader. It says, Merry Sithmas," <laughs> And he's got his stockings hung up and he's in front of the fire and the piano. And I just wonder if the sheet music is the Imperial March. Dun, you can't dun, really read dun, it, dun, but that dun, would be dun, a dun, nice
1: touch. i don't merry yep. christmas to you to to you all right all i right. like that my mug is uh on theme with my outfit it is oh
0: very nice
1: a hogwarts uh, cauldron mug
0: Cauldron, yes very nice
1: <laughs> got the seal on there and and it's got hot, hot chocolate in where, where,
0: where did you find uh that mug at
1: I believe my sister gifted it to me for one of the holidays. Also, since I'm in the giving mood right now, I need to give her props because she gave me... I'm not going to say... Well, I'm going to say it. She gave me a hard time because I didn't give her props on the last episode because she came up with the Epic Gamer Showdown titles for each category.
0: Oh, oh, that that was a nice touch.
1: Yeah, but but I... (laughs) She was like you didn't mention on the episode which which
0: which this was that
1: oh sarah
0: oh sarah okay
1: sarah came up with muggle with a mic and the epic gamer showdown categories
0: uh well thank you sarah it was it was awesome
1: (laughs) there now she can't be mad at me anymore (laughs) all righty so today we are going to do a whole christmas theme we're going to be talking about the christmas movie that just came out on hbo max 8-bit Christmas.
0: Yeah, and I went, you know, slightly off topic, but I went and saw Ghostbusters at the local theater, and it just, like, I saw an opening weekend, and they had it on the smaller, because they have three big screens and then four smaller screens, Mm -hmm. I mean, and they had it on one of the smaller screens, and so I'm just, I'm like, wow, why'd they do that? But then I got to thinking it might be something where Eternals was still playing, and sometimes... Like, Disney will put in a little caveat, you know, in order to have this movie, you have to have it, like, on so many screens, and it might have to be the bigger ones. So, yeah. I, I got to thinking, it's like, you know, possibly that might be the reason why they had it on the smaller screen.
1: But. So, two questions. Yeah. Was the theater very full, and was the movie good?
0: The movie was good. You catch all the feels at the end. They have, like, it, it was good. They, I don't, I don't want to give any spoilers, but it was good. And, yeah, I mean, it, it was...
1: Spoiler, do they... Bust the ghosts!
0: Oh, they bust them all, of, <laughs> all up in here. There's busting going on, but no, they. Uh, according to today's standards, it was pretty full. The theater, okay,
1: because you know, there
0: has been kind of a downtick on how many people have been going since mm-hmm. the COVID. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty full. I mean, it wasn't like standing room only or anything, but it was by today by today's standards, it, it was like full.
1: I think Shang-Chi, including me, had eight people in it.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah.
1: But mind you, that was the last week it was out. I think it was okay. literally the last day it was out. Yeah. So if you are hesitant about going to the theater, don't go opening weekend. Go the last weekend, and maybe you'll feel more comfortable. Yeah. More popcorn for you, too.
0: Oh, <laughs> the police coming to get you?
1: Could you hear that? (laughs) It's just our, our podcast is so good. It's criminal. Yeah. (laughs) We're being arrested for too entertaining content.
0: Would you say, or a smooth criminal?
1: Alrighty. Speaking of that, how can we transition?
0: Uh, well, you have movie news. So. Nothing
1: can beat this next topic. You can't beat yeah, it. Uh, there you go. <laughs> so I actually, we've got a little bit of Christmas content, then we've got some movie news, and then we'll get into the actual 8-bit movie. Or 8-bit Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. So, Phil, do you remember that on our last Christmas episode, which you can go and listen to, it's called Merry Muggle Christmas. Uh, yep. Yeah. You mentioned something about the Macy's Day- Thanksgiving Day Parade balloons being yeah, released. Literally.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep.
1: And then you weren't sure, but you thought that if you returned them, you got a cash prize. Mm. Yeah. I have the answers.
0: Oh my goodness! Okay. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know this was going to be brought up a year later, and I'm going to be.
1: <laughs> no. Called out on to, it. You're going to be vindicated, Phil.
0: Okay. Great.
1: Okay. The balloons were introduced in 1928, replacing live zoo animals. Um, did, surges- they, did, did,
0: did, did they fill live zoo animals with helium and float them? Down?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I sure, I sure hope not. <laughs> I, have a, I have a feeling an organization would call them up real quick and get that stuff. Yeah, um, you're probably right. But the balloons were produced by the Goodyear Tire and Rubber Company in Akron, Ohio from the 1920s through 1980. That year there was no procedure to deflate the balloons and they were simply released. In 1928, 5 of the larger balloons were designed and filled with helium to rise above 2000 feet and slowly deflate for whomever was lucky enough to capture the contents or the contestants in Macy's balloon races. And return them for a reward of one hundred dollars, which is equivalent to about sixteen hundred dollars today.
0: Whoa, huh. that's pretty awesome. Oh yeah. What like I I one wonders like how you know you get that balloon, and after it's, I mean I'm sure it's not gonna be all the way deflated. I mean I can't imagine like wrangling that sucker and getting it in your the back of your pickup or.
1: Well, and you know how big whatever like, a parachute is when you fold it up. Yeah. How how are they folding these things?
0: Well, that, that's what I mean. And you think like it's still even if it's kind of deflated, it's still going to have air in it. Mhm. Ish.
1: Yep. Those kids. The kids probably got there, and they all were talking. Roll, like little... Rolled on it. Yeah. Oh, they they like. And they inhaled out and it, on it, and they all sound like chip chipmunks.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, well, I also have some other fast fact knowledge for you about balloons in the parades. Okay. Do you know what a portmanteau is? It's a French word, portmanteau.
0: Uh I, I do not.
1: Oh, we'll get ready.
0: <laughs> I'm sure you will enlighten me.
1: <laughs> it's a word blending the sounds and combining the meanings, meanings of two others. For example, motel is from motor and hotel. Ah. Podcast is a portmanteau. Combining iPod and broadcast. Ah, Well, so there are three different types of balloons in the parade. One is a falloon. Falloon. What do you think falloon is a combination of?
0: Uh, A balloon that is full of (laughs) something.
1: Full of helium. Full of helium. (laughs) No, it's it's a combination of float and balloon.
0: Okay.
1: Yep. Don't and balloons
0: usually float?
1: Well, yeah. meaning like a flo- like a float, like a like a that's pulled by a oh, car. Oh, okay.
0: Oh, I get it. Okay. In a parade. Yeah. I get it.
1: Yeah, there you go. That was a very good astute question. Um a faloon uh combines float and balloon and they were introduced in 1977 and for instance in this parade, uh the falloon, one of the falloons was the winning winter together presented by Mass Mutual. Mm. Another type is a balloonicle. Phil, what do you think those that's a combination of what two words?
0: A balloonicle. Uh I boy, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Well, the I, first word's and, easy, yeah. Enlighten me.
1: Vehicle.
0: Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> um it is a self powered balloon vehicle they were introduced in 2004 okay and in last year's parade uh a, one of the balloonicles was the cruising cupcakes um, okay was that kind of, of like
0: it? a like a hot air balloon maybe where people rode in it
1: i guess i mean if it's self-powered yeah okay yeah because like i mean self-powered means a non-self-powered or people are holding it yeah. with the strings yeah so yeah it's moving itself. It's a remote control balloon.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. And the final one is a... Get, get ready for this one. Falloonicle. <laughs> or flo... F- f- I can never say it. It looks so confusing when you write it out. Floonicle. Flo... Flo-unicle. Anyways, it's a float, a balloon, and a vehicle. Uh. It's a self-powered balloon vehicle structured around a float. And this year's uh, example was the Heinz gravy pirates. Oh, wow! <laughs> anyway, oh. there you go. Excuse me. Faloon, balloonical, flalunical. I'm gonna
0: start making up my own own words.
1: <laughs> we can be. Um, how how can you combine Katie and Phil?
0: Uh
1: Kill. Uh, <laughs> Don't uh, <yeah>. do that. <laughs>
0: I don't know. We'll work on that. No, That's yeah. a, a topic. Topic for the next next podcast. There
1: you go. All right. Let's get on to some movie news. All right. Um, okay. So my first topic I have on here is HBO ax the first Game of Thrones spinoff after spending over thirty million dollars on the pilot.
0: Whoa! I didn't hear that. So it's it it's got canned because I mean that was on again off again because they they kind of announced it and I thought they kind of like. You know, pulled back from it, and then it's just like, right? They were well, there it, were it.
1: two. There were two. There's one House of Dragon. Yeah. um So
0: is that that one still a go?
1: That is. All right. This one. No wait. The world of Game of Thrones is returning to HBO in the new year with the prequel series House of Dragon, and that's not all. Just this week, news broke that Steve Conrad has been hired as the writer and executive producer of a second spinoff series titled Dunk an Egg. There's also reports that HBO is developing two animated series set in the Thrones universe. One spinoff that isn't seeing the light of day is the first one that HBO announced the pilot for which was not shot and then scrapped. But they, on one single episode, that was $30 million on one episode.
0: Wow. That seems excessive. Like all the shows that they're <laughs> pushing. It's just do want to do it right. They dropped mm-hmm. the ball in the last episode, or last season of the...
1: Yeah, why not focus on one or two at a time? Yeah. Why are you doing, like, four? Although well, and in that's, the MCU.
0: See, that, well, you know, with Star Wars, they had all these shows that they announced last... Was it last year they announced them? Or earlier this year? I can't remember. You know, they, they just had, like, all these Star Wars shows. It's, like, oversaturation, and... I think a lot of them aren't even coming to fruition now. I think at the the Rogue Squadron, I think I think I read that that's kind of getting either oh, pushed yeah. back. Or,
1: yeah, that, I think so, or Patty delayed, Jenkins. or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, but it seems like a lot of those shows that they kind of announced they're just falling through the cracks now. Oh
1: my God, Just, they just got, do
0: one thing and do it good.
1: They got uh, they got super super excited like. Kids in a candy store started grabbing all the candy and now yeah. they're getting sick.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which Book of Boba Fett's coming out yep. in a few short weeks.
1: End of December Hopefully. 29th, right? Yeah. The other thing uh, about HBO was, I don't know if you remember on one of the episodes, we were wondering when H at the beginning of last year, we were wondering if HBO was going to do okay with taking all the Warner Brothers movies and sending mm-hmm. them to HBO Max. They worked out fine for them. Money, money-wise, they gained 1.9 million subscribers in, money, in money, 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 money. quarter three, and it didn't. It it was a payoff. It was a bet that paid off.
0: Yeah, uh, I still don't see how how they made money. Like, yeah, I don't know.
1: Made more guess, than not like, releasing when movies.
0: The, well, that's true, and I guess when they do get released theatrically, they, you know, a price of a ticket, uh, depending on where you're at, say it's 10 bucks. They don't. You know the studio doesn't get all ten; they they may get like five because the theater gets some.
1: The ghost of Christmas Christmas present is here because something moved in this room, and I don't even know what it was. It could have been the Christmas lights. We'll see.
0: It was nearly headless neck. Yeah. <laughs> or G, or yeah, or Peeves.
1: Peeves, Jeeves, yeah. ask Peeves.
0: Jeeves, ask ask Peeves. <laughs>
1: All right, uh, Star Wars, there's exclusive Boba Fett gear coming for the holidays, and it's better than Beskar. What? You heard about this? It is a very nice looking jacket, but do you know how much? It's made by Columbia. You know how much they're charging for it?
0: No, I'm sure it's off the hook, off the chain.
1: Off the chiz chiz what's the chizane. chizane? Off the chizane. <laughs> it's it's off the whatever. It's four hundred and fifty dollars for one oh. jacket, and all of the all of the men's jackets are sold out. And there's women's jackets available online, but it it's a it's a pretty cool looking jacket.
0: I think they did, and it may not have been that company, but a few years ago they did a Han Solo
1: mm-hmm. themed
0: jacket. Whoa. Yeah, that is pretty cool. That's cool, but not four hundred and fifty dollars cool. Not at all. No, I, no. I don't think that's, I don't think that would be worth um, four hundred and fifty dollars. And I think like some people. But they are, know, they know are, people because it says Star Wars. They'll know people will pay for
1: it. Oh yeah, and I think that some people are even buying them like like they did with the Cabbage Patch dolls in in eighty eight. They're buying them and selling them like Dwight does, yeah. and for like a thousand dollars. Yeah. But it, and that's I mean, why
0: we can't. Oh, I do like I do like the uh, the sleeves. I like uh, the fingerless gloves in it.
1: Oh, that yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's just that's yeah. that's just too darn too darn loud.
0: And that's why we can't have nice things because you get people that. You know they'll have a new Xbox come out or a new PlayStation. They're hard to get, and someone will buy like twenty of them and then sell them for a thousand dollars. The other
1: thing is, we should almost stand up and say we're not paying this for it. Yeah, it did not cost you four hundred and fifty dollars to make this jacket. You, you can pay it. You can charge a little more for it, but don't be charging a kidney. Yeah.
0: Obvi- obviously they can though because well. they did and they sold out. So yeah, hey, I guess more power to them.
1: Well. Yeah. Anyway, that I was upset. I was like, I saw that, and I was like, maybe I'll splurge this year. Then I was like, nope,
0: uh, nope. <laughs> they have a, a again on aliens the Nerf. They're doing a limited edition pulse rifle, uh, like a Nerf Nerf mm. pulse rifle. So yeah, they, but it's like a hundred bucks. I'm just like, I wanted it, but I was just like, nah, for a hundred bucks, nope. <laughs> All the nope.
1: All the nope. All the nope. Um. Joe Manganello doesn't think he'll play the DCU's, uh, DCEU's Deathstroke again. Did you see uh, him in that? Yeah. Did you like him or no?
0: I mean, it was, I think it was pretty much a cameo. I mean, he didn't really, hit, wasn't it at the end of, um, was it Batman versus Superman or was it? No, the,
1: the latest think, one.
0: Uh, Justice League?
1: Justice League, yeah. Uh, okay, so if you do that, you don't do those roles just for fun. You do them to open the door to another film and, yeah, and storyline. So, and I like Joe because he's a Pittsburgh boy. Uh, so I'm kind of upset with this news. I mean, it was a short, I don't think you could really judge his performance on that. You'd have to judge it from a whole movie, but I was upset to hear he that.
0: Played, he, wasn't he Flash Thompson in the original
1: Spider-Man movie?
0: like uh toby mcguire
1: let me look wait who's flash thompson
0: he's like the bully the high school bully
1: oh he might have been oh now that i remember yes he was yep
0: i was wa- i was watching a uh a podcast on youtube and they were talking about the original spider-man trilogy and they said that yeah they said that Like, i guess it was like toby mcguire wasn't real liked on the set for the first movie and uh yeah um was he he full of himself i don't know i guess he just uh, wasn't well liked i don't know but i don't know some people someone on set like when he was like punching you know supposed to punch so he said we'll give you a hundred dollars if you're really punching
1: punch (laughs) toby
0: yeah and he didn't he was just like he actually he was telling a story they had a clip and you will have to try to find it i'll send it to you where he he was actually talking about it. And he said like, you know, electrical guy was like, like plugging in some stuff. And he just kind of looked and." Like, <laughs> oh. he said he didn't because he'd never work in Hollywood. If he really punched out the star, of, you know, the Spider-Man movie, but.
1: Wow. Okay. I'll, so I'll,
0: send, I'll send you that link.
1: Segue into this. I wonder using the three, the three main ones, we've got Toby, Andrew and Tom. Wh- how would you rank the Spider-Men?
0: The Spider-Men.
1: Spider-Men. <laughs>
0: Spider-Man's Spider-Man. Yeah.
1: If they, if they did a commercial for breath it would be Spider-Mentos.
0: <laughs> yeah. But there you go. <laughs> well, I, actually, I mean, I like, I like Tom, like the latest Spider-Man. I like him best. I think, I mean, yeah, I think he, he is, uh, the best translation from like page to screen, but then I, I mean, I like Tobey Maguire. I mean, I, I would say he would be my second pick because he was OG, you know, yeah. uh, he, he's the one that kind of started, started that this that whole craze yeah, yeah. now yeah if you don't count if you don't count like the old tv yeah
1: uh, tv yeah. movies
0: back in the 70s uh but yeah i mean i i would rank them and then i mean i like who's the other actor i like him andrew. But, and yeah andrew i mean i like him but i did, you know honestly i didn't really go see those at the theater Okay. Uh, at the time, I was just kind of like, man, like, we just did a trilogy of S- Spider-Men movies. <laughs> Sp- uh, it is Spider-Men. A-
1: Spider-Man. <laughs>
0: Spider-Man. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and then they wasted a whole movie doing his origin story again. It's just like, yeah. wow, you're really going to waste a whole movie. Everybody knows how Spider-Man became Spider-Man. And we just had a trilogy, and you're just going to do a whole movie retreading all that. You Marvel handled it right. Uh, handled it right when they brought in Tom, yep. they just had him on there, and they're just they just kind of said, "Well, here's Spider-Man." <laughs> they took like you know like thirty seconds to cover his origin, and then you, know what, you know what happened?
1: Continue. <laughs> yeah.
0: Here's but my take I, on it. I was a little bit salty when they re- rebooted it, just because of that. They wasted the whole movie on the origin, and I, you know, I was just like, mm, "No."
1: Okay, so uh, here's my take on it. I like Toby because it's sentimental because I did see those when they came out into the theater. Yeah. But looking back on them, I don't like him as Spider-Man. I, I do think Tom fits the role very like a glove. Um, but I have a soft place in my heart for Andrew.
0: Yeah. I like, like I said, I like Andrew. I like, I like him as an actor. It's just the movies never really struck a chord with me because.
1: Well, and, from a girl's perspective. Yeah. This is a girl's yeah. perspective. His, He's dreamy. <laughs> well, he is. <laughs> I, do, I do love him. I just watched Tick, Tick, Boom with him in it, and he has made my my like list of guys. I've got Chris yeah. Evans, Jake Gyllenhaal, Andrew Garfield is now on there. But um, no, his relationship with Emma as... What's her name? Not Mary Gwen Jane. St-
0: Gwen Stacy.
1: Gwen Stacy. I just thought their chemistry was so much better. This is from a girl's yeah. perspective. Cause that's yeah. one of the things we really look at now, guys. I don't know if you're looking at that and caring anything about that part, but for me, I just, I just like him as Spider-Man the best out of all three of them. I liked him.
0: Well, <clears throat> this is turned into a Spider-Man discussion, but.
1: <laughs> Spider-Man. It's, it's
0: funny because if you go back and you watch, and I think my favorite, I mean, the best one was the second with Doc Ock. I mean. Hmm. uh he he did a perfect yeah. you know docock, but um, but
1: she's coming back
0: he is he is indeed um
1: do you think Andrew's in this new one I oh, mean that's uh, yeah, that's the yeah. only thing I care about right now,
0: <laughs> yeah, all three of them are i mean that's a worst kept secret and and uh you know Hollywood, but did
1: you see him on Jimmy Fallon deny it,
0: yeah But, like, they they released footage, like, from some other countries, like, in trailers. And they have that big shot where they have, like, the three villains and Spider-Man's, like, you know, getting ready to punch. And then you have, like, the lizard down here jumping at something. And then you have Sandman up here jumping at something. Yeah. And if if you watch, like, the lizard's jumping. All of a sudden, he gets hit by nothing. And then so they've erased him and they have, you know, Spider-Man punching him. And there's a couple other scenes where they digitally erased Spider-Man, but oops, they forgot an arm. You know, yeah. <laughs> there's an arm in the scene. I mean, so they kind of did a, you know, a bad job on some of the digital removal. You think that's but, Sony's yeah, they're, fault? They're, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think Sony kind of wants to say, yeah, they're in it, but Marvel doesn't. Hmm. It doesn't matter to me. I mean, it comes out in a couple of weeks. I know they're in there, so it doesn't kill me if they aren't in a trailer. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if you go back and watch the original Spider-Man, it's supposed to be in high school. And, you know, all the characters in there are like, you know, 25. And you can t- I mean they look 25. <laughs> That's
1: how every movie is. It's unrealistic.
0: But, well, actually, t- Tom Holland looks, I mean, he's older, but he does look like he's in high school. Yeah. But he they does. are. I mean, if you go back, it's like, what are all these like adults doing, doing in high school?
1: I'm like, Although I don't what- care what age Andrew is. He can be in high school. I'm fine. Well, one, th-
0: one thing of note, though, which is pretty amazing, you know, they did a lot of practical effects in the first uh, trilogy. <laughs> and that scene, like where he catches like, all the food on the tray. He has oh, a yeah, tray yeah, in yeah. the cafeteria. Boom, boom, the apple and stuff. Yeah.
1: You they mean, really did that. They, they, Oh, he did?
0: Yeah. Th- I mean, but they put sticky stuff on the bottom of the food so it, so it hits wobble. the tray. But th- 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 yeah. <laughs> Well, so it'd stick when it caught. It's like but those Velcro that, like,
1: gloves, you know, with the yeah. balls with the Velcro.
0: Yeah, but apparently they did that like two, that take four, like 240 times or something ridiculous. But yeah, that's real where they, they they did that in practice, and it's just they had <laughs> sticky stuff on all the the items, and they boom 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 boom, Caught it. So I, you know, See, that's that's pretty. Uh, neat.
1: Sorry, Toby. I'd be more impressed if there wasn't any stickiness. I bet Andrew could do it.
0: Ah. <laughs> uh... <laughs>
1: oh but anyway i'm, I'm biased okay well, now that we're out of the spider-verse yeah uh i have to mention before we move on to 8-bit christmas um stephen sondheim passed away this past uh, since uh. our last episode um the songwriting titan passed away early friday morning november 26th he was 91 years old he's the award-winning american lyricist and composer the composer was known for his contributions to such iconic musicals as West Side Story, Sweeney Todd, and Into the Woods, among many, many others. He was widely considered one of the most influential figures of the 20th century in musical theater and is often credited as reinvigorating the American musical genre. And I mentioned Tick Tick Boom, which I watched and I recommend everyone watch it. He uh, is played by he is he doesn't have a cameo but his character has a cameo in there where he helped jonathan larson be who he became to be and then also west side story is going to be released and re-released um directed by uh
0: Theatrically, yeah. yeah
1: steven spielberg so i'm excited yeah. to see that it's very sad it didn't come out for him to be able to see but he'll have yeah. the best the best seat in the house to watch it all right well let's uh that's it for movie news let's go on yeah. to a commercial break All right, let's get into 8-Bit Christmas. All right. All right. Uh, Wait, it, we,
0: haven't, we haven't discussed. We have not discussed. You saw it on your I own. know I your
1: initial was... opinion, but you don't know mine. Yeah. And you, I don't know the details of why your opinion is what it is. Yeah. Um, it was released this year. Uh, it's rated PG. Synopsis for it is, In 1980 Chicago, a 10-year-old sets out on a quest to get the Christmas gift of his generation the latest and greatest video game system, AKA the Nintendo Entertainment System.
0: Dun, dun, dun. Um,
1: it's directed by Michael, I hope I'm saying this right, Douse. Um, He honestly, Phil, he's directed like mostly rated R and TV MA movies. He, yeah. So the fact that he's directing a, basically a kid's PG movie was interesting and I could see some of his flavor in the movie because of that. Yeah. Could you? Yeah. Yeah.
0: There, yeah, there was some stuff that was kinda edgy. I'm like, whoa. I mean, but then like with the dog. I was like, that's
1: Wait, what happened with the dog? Remind me.
0: I remember I got smashed by the TV and then they were like oh, the dog yes. died. But it turned out later he didn't, but still, I mean you
1: got I mean you I was kinda it. like Not the dog. Not the dog <laughs> Not the dog. It's like John Wick. Don't mess with the dog.
0: Yeah, I mean, that was just, you know, for a Christmas movie, that was kind of brutal. It was. crush the dog with the TV.
1: Well, so the movie was written by Kevin, I hope I'm saying this right as well, Jakubowski. The reason I mention that is because he was born in uh, Batavia, Illinois, which they mention in the movie. So, because he wrote it and wrote the screenplay and the book for it. Uh, It stars Neil Patrick Harris as Jake Doyle, the adult version, and Winslow Fegley plays the young Jake Doyle. It also has Steve Zahn in it, um, who plays Neil's character's dad. Um, And June Diane Raphael as the mother. I know her from New Girl. But Steve Zahn I know from the main movie I know him from is That Thing You Do.
0: Uh, yeah, it was nice uh, seeing Steve Vaughan. I He hasn't uh, Steve Zahn. He hasn't done a movie in a while that I've seen, yeah. but he was in the Diary of the Wimpy Kid, Diary of the Wimpy Kid movies.
1: Well was he? I haven't seen those. But
0: those uh, well, those were man. Those came out probably like ten years ago. But he mm-hmm. was like the dad in those movies. But he what he was in Matthew McConaughey was in Sahara.
1: Sahara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't yeah, he,
0: he was in that the goofy um, sidekick, yeah. He always kind of plays these goofy side characters, but he was also I, I like him.
1: The crazy neighbor on Modern Family for several episodes. Yeah. With the boat. So it was next it was door. good
0: seeing him back in, in a movie.
1: I love that thing you do. So whenever I see Steve's on, I'm happy. Also, some of the Neil Patrick Harris stuff stuff, he was of course Doogie Hauser. If you don't know who Doogie Howser is, look it up.
0: Starship Troopers.
1: Oh, yeah. Have
0: you ever seen Starship Troopers?
1: I think way back when, but I totally forgot about it until you just said it. (laughs) Yeah,
0: he was in that. He's in a new Matrix movie
1: coming up. I was going to say that, yeah. He's, does it say who he's? No, I don't have it written down. He also voiced one of the characters. I did not know this was made last year. Fraggle Rock Short on Apple TV. Uh,
0: They remade Fraggle
1: Rock? just a short and like Uh, jason mraz and um one helenis morissette is some of the voices i guess they might sing songs or something but uh, okay i need to look it up because i loved fraggle rock
0: i did too i I watched that back in the day
1: yeah come to fraggle rock Righty, that's all I have for the info beforehand. So, Phil, would you like me to to say thumbs up or thumbs like what, down? Or you? Well,
0: like maybe we instead of thumbs up or thumbs down, we should give like a like five stars or
1: five Christmas lights or zero Christmas lights.
0: Yeah, what would you? What would you? How many Christmas lights would you give it?
1: I would give it four Christmas lights.
0: Four Christmas. I give it three and a half Christmas lights.
1: Okay, I was judging. I was going between three and a half and four.
0: Okay, so yeah. see, we're we're like minded on it. I, yeah. I mean, I thought it was a good movie, but I thought it was like the dollar general version of a Christmas story.
1: I, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, because you sent me a message saying like it's okay. Yeah. And then I'm watching it. I had the feeling it was going to be terrible because Phil says yeah. it's okay. I feel like it's going to be terrible. So I'm watching it and I'm actually enjoying it. And then I'm, I'm like, why well, didn't feel like this? This is basically a Christmas story.
0: Yeah. it Well, and I think that's the problem. It was like there was so many parallels. It's like kind of be your own <laughs> own thing, you know? Because yeah. first of all, you had like. You know, plot devices like you had, you know, Ralphie had his glasses that he broke, and this kid had his retainer that he kept losing. And, uh, you know, that you knew that was going to be foreshadowed. I mean, something was going to happen because they kept on like nagging him about his his, uh, retainer. And so he put that back in
1: his mouth.
0: Yeah, that was gross. And you heard like a crunch. Yeah.
1: Mm.
0: (laughs) But then you had like, you know, in Christmas Story, you had Scott Farkas, like the, 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 the jerk. Totally. and this one you had <laughs> like josh jagorski oh my gosh which he... that guy what's was cool. over the top it was just like what's what's dude you...
1: <laughs> i agree he was that over was a, the top
0: yeah and that was really distracting because he was just so they played it so over the top and you know they even had you know he didn't get what he wanted for christmas but then there was like one last present like kind of hidden yeah. And then, and then they kind of on this one. It was one, a light kind of, break. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't what you thought. But then there was still that one kind of present at the end. Yeah. You know, then you had, you know, in Christmas Story, you had the little brother Randy. And this one, you had the little brother Lizzie. Um, it was narrated. Or what did I say brother? You little said little sister. brother, sis, little had, brother you know, Lizzie. Had, <laughs> yeah. Well, he had the, the group of people, you know, friends that he hung out with. And then it was narrated by the old, you know, his older self. Mm-hmm. And then just, you know, even with Christmas Story, that was written, you know, it was based on a book that a guy had written about his, mm-hmm. his, and he even made, was his name Bob Clark, I think, for Christmas Story. And he even made like a cameo in the movie, but, and then this one you had, had the, the guy had wrote the book and mm-hmm. he was, was he the director?
1: No the director was oh. Michael and it was written by Kevin Jackowski. Okay.
0: Yeah. But I mean there's just so many they didn't bother I felt I mean it's okay to have some nods and kind of oh yeah this is a modern a Christmas story but it's just to me it was like kind of the easy way out. They they just almost like carbon copied Yeah. like the movie.
1: Okay, so it's kind of like Star Wars episode 7. Yeah. Um yeah. So
0: I, I enjoyed liked, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it.
1: No, I get you. <laughs> but we have to we have to be critical or we'll never yeah. get things better. Um I liked it. I you are much more attached to a Christmas story than I am. Yeah. So I was not I'm not I don't care if the, if it's carbon copy cookie cutter or if it's completely different. I I enjoyed it. Um, I, I liked the slight changes that they made, even though a lot of it was the same. I liked the changes that they made in the fact that at the end, he didn't get to the AKA BB gun.
0: Yeah.
1: He had to work towards it, which was teaching kids to, cause the whole time I was like, kids stop being a little brat because you're not getting your gift. Um, yeah. I liked that at the end of the film, he learned that a gift isn't always what you want it to be. Um, yeah. It can be something else and, and then I did feel I turned like up at part. the end. I like I,
0: I I yeah. That was sad.
1: With and the dad, I did like Yeah.
0: Yeah. I did like that okay, yeah, he didn't didn't get it. I mean, that part was you know, they kinda you know, taught you the little lesson at the end, which yeah. th- that was good.
1: Well, and it wasn't that it's impossible and you'll never have this. It's just teaching you you can if you work hard. Um yeah and so the parents still got him gifts and he he'll learn to appreciate those gifts that they gave him and and then at the end really what you find out is the i'm about to get real sentimental here the gift is having everyone at the dinner table at the end yeah and is and when you're not there you realize what you're missing
0: well and here's the thing like one of the things i was kind of expecting i mean they really played up like the little sister you know he he helped her get a Cabbage Patch doll. I know, yeah. But she kept on like, I want a redhead red-headed one with freckles. I want a redheaded one. And they didn't get her the redheaded. They just got her a blonde. And I thought that was going to come into play at the end. Yeah. And they never, it was just like, okay. She was like, okay. Well, and then I out, thought,
1: Did I get this wrong? I thought they took the redhead from the trunk that didn't have freckles. But then when she got it on Christmas Day, she got a blonde with freckles.
0: No, she got a blonde one with freckles out of the trunk.
1: Oh, so that's the one they yeah. got out of there. Yeah, okay, yeah. I thought I thought the one they got didn't have freckles.
0: But I thought, too, that, you know, something was going to happen. Like, oh, she was going to end up, you know, selling her or something to get him on Nintendo. I just thought something yeah. more was going to come into play. Because she made such a big deal about having a red-headed one. Yeah. And then they didn't have a red-headed one. And I thought, you know, something... Or I thought maybe he was going to get a Nintendo and end up be like, oh, she wanted a red-headed one. I'm going to make a sacrifice for my little sister.
1: Well, and maybe the other lesson that he learned was from his own little sister was that she didn't get upset it was the wrong kind.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I just thought something... They were setting something up with that. Yeah, yeah. And then they just they didn't mention it again. So that was kind of like... Eh.
1: Well, probably because <laughs> Izzy didn't. Izzy just didn't say yeah. anything about it. But i I also thought... This was almost like a Christmas story meets Stranger Things.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. And uh, I mean, it was fun because it was nostalgic for those of us who grew up in the 80s. Uh, And yes, the power glove did suck. Did Uh, it? Okay. I was going to (laughs) say. That kid
1: too was terrible. Yeah. Like the rich kid. Yeah. I mean, and then his parents come and ruin it for all the kids. Now question. How old were you during this period of time?
0: I would have been older. I would have been, I would have been the bully.
1: <laughs> you would have been pushing <laughs> people off the, the snow mountain.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so were kids that crazy about it?
0: Uh, I think Nintendo, yeah, people, people were like pretty crazy about Nintendo. But I remember when I was about that age, the age they were in there, it was Atari. Because Atari was a hot new thing, and that was like really kind of the first big commercial video game system. Yeah. So Atari was like earlier '80s, and then you know that poured over to Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know if it was like I said. I think people were more crazy for the Atari than the mm-hmm. Nintendo.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but. It could have been maybe I was just a little bit older. At Which that seems
1: point. odd because the Nintendo seemed so much graphically speaking, so much more superior than the Atari. Am I wrong?
0: Well, no, no, you, you're correct. But the thing is, it's like up until that point with the Atari. I mean, if you wanted to play a, a video game, you had to go to an arcade, and it was like you know, very it was like Space Invaders and and like Pac Man. Yeah. And then uh, Atari was really the first opportunity you had to have something like that in your own house that hooked up to your TV where you didn't have to pump yeah. a quarter into it. And I mean even the home like Pac-Man when you got it on the Atari, the graphics were like way suckier than yeah. <laughs> I mean it didn't sometimes it didn't translate so well like when yeah. you got it home, but I mean that was the big I I would say with Atari the hype was like that. And Nintendo was still I would say it's not as much hype it was still a lot of hype but I think Atari when it came out was much uh much more more,
1: recognized
0: yeah I mean it was just it was like a I don't want to say fad but it was so new and fresh because you never really had anything like that before
1: oh because because the Atari did come out before the NES right Yeah. yeah yeah
0: Atari was like you know 80 70
1: or it was 80 or actually or it
0: might have been it might have been actually 78 or seven I think it might have been 78 or 79 Here.
1: when me look it came up out. September 1977
0: 77 okay yeah. and I and you know that was the thing you know I wanted for Christmas and uh, I think every kid wanted was the Atari and uh, oh my goodness you couldn't wait and
1: oh I wanted was just, when was I was just like that when I was young I wanted I wanted the PlayStation the original when it came out and then eventually I wanted the GameCube, and I wanted the Xbox. And what happened was my dad dusted off the Atari. <laughs> Said, here, yeah. play with this. Yeah. Boom.
0: And then actually, you know, when you go back now and you kind of play with Atari, that joystick is just like really, really awkward.
1: Mm-hmm. Because it's so tall.
0: Yeah, and it's, you didn't have a sturdy base, you have to hold it with one hand. So it's not yeah. like, you know, if you're at the arcade, it's like planet on something solid and you don't have to hold it but
1: man yeah, this, this episode's like a continuation of the last one
0: yeah it is we need it tyler is. let
1: me call him up
0: <laughs> but yeah it's i mean there was there's like definitely a lot of hype for the nintendo but i i think the atari was like on a greater level just because i mean you, you know back in the 80s I mean you even had songs like Pac-Man Fever
1: and- I got
0: a pocket full of quarters and I'm headed to the arcade I don't have a lot of money but I'm bringing everything I made Like on the radio and stuff, it was just such a kind of a new wonderful thing that it was just, just a whole new thing that people never seen before.
1: Well, I feel like, like, like it's used. like, there is a series XM station all with TikTok music. And I'm like, I don't even know what that's about. TikTok is all the craze now. And yeah. like, I don't get it, but... <laughs>
0: I don't get your young kids and your TikToks. Your TikToks.
1: <laughs> tickety Um, I'm on the old person side of TikTok. Like, I'm like, what are these things they're talking about? These crazes and everything with TikTok. I'm like, I don't see that anywhere. And it's because I'm on the 30 to 40-year-old TikTok side. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're considered old on there. All right. So, speaking of toys, so I, I say we end this. This will be the last little bit of this movie talk, but. Was there anything else about the movie that stood out to you that you liked, that you disliked?
0: Uh, I didn't like the dog. T- <laughs> I'm glad the dog lived, but seeing even the little cast and stuff was...
1: That was you know, that was traumatic. Like, when it happened, I did do an audible gasp by myself.
0: Yeah. Well, in <laughs> the whole... When they, when they had... when <laughs> They had, like, their version of the Boy Scouts or whatever, and they were selling the wreaths. And then when the prizes came... I was mad, I would have been.
1: <laughs> so was I.
0: <laughs> I mean like encyclopedias, encyclopedias, I was just like, I would have been like.
1: I wasn't mad at first, cause I thought maybe that little kid, the liar, made up a flyer Yeah. to to tease them. But then when he got really into it, and then I, I thought that maybe he lied and that always was encyclopedias. And then we learned that that rich kid's dad was the one who went in and ruined it for everyone.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's just, that's not right. I mean, if you advertise something, you gotta like follow through. And he works, I mean, he works so hard. And, yeah. And then, and then you got like a, a a set of encyclopedias.
1: But then, and then it was funny because he knew all this information about random yeah. stuff because he got the encyclopedia.
0: And then he got bookends for Christmas for his <laughs> encyclopedias. But you you can feel that, I mean, you can feel the pain because he worked so hard. I mean, that was, <laughs> yeah. That his was mom's like, it's traumatic.
1: baseball bookends. He's like, I, I see that. Yeah, I see that.
0: <laughs> but that was even traumatic for me, and I, would, I didn't even win the prize. <laughs> I was just like, oh, no.
1: No, I felt bad for them, because they really did. They worked for it. Not like the, I'm sorry to go back to the rich kid, but he just got everything handed to him. Those kids worked for that, and they deserved to get it.
0: Well, and then there was kind of another little parallel, and that, like, okay, in the Christmas story, you had that, like, weird kid like uh i like the wizard of oz he's like and had the goggles and stuff but you had the little weird and that kid just creeped me out in this movie i don't know what it was but uh, that kid creeped me out the one that was throwing I, up the spaghettios i mean he was just <laughs> such an odd duck that okay i don't know phil it was.
1: we're both medical yeah that kid has something wrong with either his pyloric muscle <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he has pyloric yeah. stenosis. He's, or... He has
0: pyloric stenosis, but just for SpaghettiOs. And he's too, probably too old for that, but...
1: <laughs> he's definitely <laughs> too old for it. Oh, but I mean, have you, have you known or heard of anyone to throw up that much?
0: No, but it wasn't even actually they threw up. I mean, at that point, he actually kind of had a personality before. It's like, I didn't even understand a word he was saying. He was just like hiding behind that dumpster and (laughs) like you know and just like he's creepy i don't know
1: well i think the whole point that they were getting across i'm not saying i agree with this and that it made sense the whole point was at that end that got him to stand up to that older kid because he learned don't care what people don't worry about what people think about you just be you and that's what that weird kid was (laughs) yeah if i want to be weird i'm gonna be weird i don't care Oh, yeah, but he
0: reminded. Like I said, you had the weird kid in Christmas Story. You had this weird, weird kid, and then the point with the shoes. We had the the purple snow boots. But who who hadn't had like an instance where their mom had bought them something weird, or you were forced to wear something that you didn't want to wear? Just kind of kind of like the pink bunny suit in a Christmas Story. You had exactly. The, the that's
1: true. <laughs> Well, and then it's funny. He marries the girl that he has the same shoes as. Did you pick that up on that? No, I didn't. At the end, it was Katie. Katie was her name. Some I forget the last oh, name. Oh, okay. Um, but
0: but I, saw her, I saw her on the bus. Yeah, because they were, she was like, oh, I got I got Yeah, this. so they,
1: they say that at the dinner table at the end. He says something like, uh, Katie, remember those horrible purple shoes or whatever?
0: Oh, yeah. I'll have to go back and watch that.
1: Her name is Katie too. Um. All right. So one more thing before we finish movie talk, I wanted to go over the top ten toys from nineteen eighty eight for Christmas.
0: Oh, oh goodness. Okay. We'll go through I'll them real quick. These.
1: Number ten was the Dolly Surprise. Do you remember this? Mm-mm. They were produced by Play School and Hasbro in nineteen eighty seven to nineteen ninety. They were a line of ten inch dolls with hair growing abilities. When her right arm was raised up, her ponytail would magically grow over three inches. And then when you raised her left arm, uh, the ponytail would go back into her head. Okay,
0: yeah, don't remember that one.
1: <laughs> go look, look at the, uh, they have the YouTube video, the commercial ads from them. It's very weird.
0: Oh, I like I like getting on YouTube and watching because they'll have like retro commercials from like yeah. the 80s right and especially like Christmas ones I like getting on there and watching
1: Oh yeah uh, let me see if I can let me just get it real quick Wow. Hey. I just find that a little bit disturbing.
0: (laughs) It is kind of, I thought my head was going to explode with that high pitch.
1: Dolly, surprise! (laughs) Um, all right. And then, uh, starting lineup action figures was number nine. Do you remember those?
0: No, I don't remember that.
1: The apparently they can be worth a lot of, anyway, they, uh, they were, they were apparently really popular. Um of extremely rare pieces fetching a few thousand dollars
0: oh okay uh because what was the next one
1: number eight was hot wheels
0: i remember hot wheels
1: number seven win lose or draw
0: i remember win lose or draw
1: number six gi joe action figures
0: i definitely remember gi joe action figures
1: and then this one's very apropos Uh, number five was the real ghostbusters action figures
0: Oh yeah, I remember. I remember the real, uh, real Ghostbusters cartoon. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Those. Yeah, they even
0: had. I mean, they even had like high I I think they had like ecto cooler and green. Uh,
1: uh well, and apparently they re-released them.
0: Yeah, they did. Oh, what the last the, year. The real Ghostbusters.
1: Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, number four was Pictionary.
0: I remember Pictionary.
1: Number three, Micro Machines.
0: Yeah, I remember Micro Machines, and the commercial had the, the guy that talked real fast. Micro Machine Man here with the Mini Micro Man. We're bringing you the Super Scoop on special auto supplies with a secret inside.
1: Want to see what's inside?
0: This brilliant battery opens to a simply secret airport with real runways, roadside a car, perfectly perfect pumps, amazing air traffic control, center passenger terminal, fantastic fold down jetways, and a seriously secret express tunnel. And that's not all. This genuine looking gas can holds a hidden mountaintop adventure with a great gas station, radical road, ramp super sightseeing restaurant, precise parking, and a real working elevator. See, it's not a secret anymore. And yet there's even more to see to this mountain scene—a secret place to store your micro machines, the micro machine secret auto supplies from Galoob. Remember, if it doesn't say micro machines, it's, it's not the real
1: thing. thing. Yes, the uh, Guinness yep. World Record holder for the guy who could yep. talk the fastest at the time. Um and if you remember, they were featured in the 1990 Christmas movie Home Alone starring Macaulay yep. Culkin. In the uh, movie, Culkin's character sets dozens of micro machines at the bottom of a flight of stairs as a hazard for a pair of burglars. I had some of those.
0: I never had the micro machines, but you know, by that time, I was almost, like, had my own car, so I was 17, so.
1: That's true. <laughs> Why have those if I can have a full, full-size car? Yeah. <laughs> uh, number two, Barbie.
0: Uh, old Barbie, never goes out of style.
1: Yep. The number one Barbie that year was Fashion Magic Barbie, which can, and in mint condition, can range from 400 to $650. So you could sell one of those and get the uh, Boba Fett jacket.
0: Yeah, hey.
1: <laughs> and then finally, Phil, what do you think number one was?
0: Nintendo Entertainment System.
1: Yeah, that was the quiz. That was the one question of the quiz. No. <laughs> there you go. Those were the top ten toys for nineteen eighty-eight Christmas.
0: I did. I did get a Nintendo for Christmas, but I think it was eighty-nine when I got
1: it. it oh, was the following year. The well, yep. I I also. Wanna point out that nineteen eighty eight was my first Christmas on on of existing. Well I was a wee little baby.
0: There you go. <laughs> Your dad made you play Atari. Yes,
1: yeah, twenty to like fifteen years later he dusted it off and <laughs> I think maybe I was wrong on the last episode. That was joust. It had to have been, but I don't remember yeah. it being called joust.
0: Okay. It was, probably, it was probably like a cheap knockoff version called Poust uh, or something. Poust. <laughs> Poust.
1: <laughs> it probably would. That would be the game that Dad bought. Yeah. Uh. All right. Are you ready for the Jingle Jangle quiz? These are uh, 10 questions all about Christmas holiday movies. Okay. All righty. This first one's a little difficult. I know the movie, but I just went ahead and did it. The rest are a lot easier than this first one. In this 2002 movie, a cynical, immature man who becomes a one-hit wonder with the song Santa Super Slay is taught how to act like a grown-up by a little boy.
0: Yeah. Oh, I have no idea.
1: Here are the options. A, A Boy Called Christmas, B, About a Boy, C, That's My Boy, or D, The Newton Boys. Uh,
0: A Boy Called Christmas? No. Uh, It's about a boy.
1: Yes! uh,
0: Because the other one's a new one, uh, A Boy Called Christmas, and that's a newer one, so.
1: I watched it. It's pretty good. Question two. Let It Snow famously plays out at the end of which 1988 action-adventure film? Die Hard. Yes. <laughs> what is Fa- This is question three. What is Father Christmas known as in The Nightmare Before Christmas?
0: Uh, you know, I've never seen that. And it, uh, it's such a big, cold following movie. I'm okay. I mean... I'll
1: give you options.
0: Okay, give me options. I've, that's one movie I've never seen
1: i started watching it at like this year and i didn't like it yeah um a sandy claus b father christmas c mr claus or d chris kringle
0: i want to say sandy claus
1: yes good guess number four what is the missed present that Arthur Christmas must find a way to deliver to a little little girl in Cornwall. A. BB gun. B. Rocking horse. C. A bicycle. Or D. Teddy bear. A bicycle. Yes! Have you seen that movie?
0: Yeah, it's been
1: a, a hot while. minute. So, <laughs> hot yeah,
0: minute. I, I haven't seen it in a, a while, but... All I right. I was, I was guess, I just, I just whipped that out of. You knew of it wasn't nowhere. a BB gun. Yeah, I knew it wasn't that.
1: <laughs> All right. Question five: Who played Scrooge in a <laughs> Muppet Christmas Carol?
0: It, it was. Uh, I know who it is. Uh, uh, Michael. Um, uh, my brain's not working. An
1: old person needs this to help walk.
0: Kane. i couldn't think of his name i was just like oh my gosh
1: booyah all right number six christmas comedy trading places is about a wager between rich men forcing a stockbroker and a homeless man to trade lives how much is the bet for a dollar yes booyah all right number seven in the 2017 movie the man who invented christmas it stars Dan Stevens as which author?
0: Uh, Charles Dickens. Yes! <laughs> I haven't seen that, but I mean...
1: Uh, the yeah. process of elimination or deduction. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, all right, number eight. In Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, or Sorcer- Sorcerer's Stone... Who mentions that they never had enough socks because people always buy them books for Christmas?
0: Dumbledore.
1: Yes. <laughs> What's the name of Anna and Elsa's kingdom in Frozen?
0: Uh, <laughs> um,
1: Come on Phil, right, my six-year-old it. niece would know this. I
0: know, I've, I saw it once, <laughs> like two years after it came out. Uh, I give me give me options.
1: Okay, A, Alderon, B. Yeah,
0: it's Alderon. It's Hoth.
1: <laughs> it got ruined. It's, um, it's Hoth. B, Arendelle.
0: <laughs> Arendelle, that's it. Oh
1: okay, it's Arendelle. Yes. Then I was gonna say Azkaban is the next one.
0: All right. You're trying. Arundel. You're trying to give me the answer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was. I was kinda. I was trying to get all A's.
0: I knew what it was, but. I just, you know, I mean, I've heard it. I know, I'd I know it if I rec, I'd recognize it if I heard
1: it. Right. Exactly. All right. Question 10. What is the name of the song performed by Billy Mack in Love Actually? A festive co- cover version of a previous hit single.
0: Uh, is it All You Need Is Love?
1: No, that's at the beginning. This is oh. a cover that, um, the, the, you know, the loser, former singer guy. Sings mm. and it becomes Christmas number one.
0: Oh boy, I haven't seen this and I haven't seen that movie in forever. I just I just remember the big you know love. Mm-hmm. All you need is love at the wedding. And
1: at the wedding at the beginning, yeah.
0: Um,
1: I can give you options.
0: Give me options.
1: A Christmas is all around. B one more sleep till Christmas. C when you believe or D somewhere in my memory.
0: I want to say one more sleep till Christmas, but I think it's the first one.
1: Christmas is all around?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, we'll get one more sleep till Christmas. No, or not. I mean, we could go with the first one. <laughs> we'll go with the first one. That was my first yes, one. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it in my toes. Christmas is all around me And so the feeling grows It's rhythm in the wind
1: Yay! You got them all because you got the other one on the second try so I'm giving you all ten for Christmas. Oh, bells. yay!
0: That's my Christmas.
1: So that ends our Christmas episode. Yay! Hey. I will end this. I will have Christmases all around playing in the background.
0: Okay. Super.
1: <laughs> all right. Phil, happy holiday. happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, and Merry Christmas.
0: Merry Christmas. Yes. <laughs> I, have, I hope you have a good one. Ditto. I hope all our listeners out there have a wonderful, wonderful holiday season. Happy New Year.